Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grand announcement to make right at the top of the show. There are 55 days left in 2018. If you have not made any movements yet, you will after this show. I'm your host, Shannon D. Hughes. Welcome to Voice America, and you have just tuned in to the movement. Let me give out our toll-free number to call in if you have any questions from my fantastic guest today. The toll-free number is 866-472-5795. That is 866-472-5795, even though that's not the number I gave my guest to call in, but he'll make fun of me about that later. International, the number is 001480. 398 that's 001 uh, The international reach is getting stronger every week. Canada, England, Ireland, um, China, Japan, Germany, thank you very much for tuning in, as always. You can also email if you have any questions or you want to add something to the conversation today. It's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon. At Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. And as always, the movement can be heard every Wednesday live at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. And you can always catch the past episodes on demand and on iTunes. So, my next guest today has become a personal friend of mine. We, we kind of met each other online back in 2016. And he is just about paying it forward, and this man just decided to make a movement in his life. That's why he is on the show today. He was born and raised in Chicago, and he wound up going to Texas, and he met somebody who changed his life because he wanted a change in his life because he knew he wanted something better. Purpose, passion, and prosperity is this man's um, moniker that he is, goes through life, and I have seen him grow and he has actually helped me in a lot of ways, and we have not met personally, but we will do, even though we're both from Chicago. He's in Texas right now, which I'm sure is much warmer than where it is right now in Chicago. It's an honor and a privilege to bring my friend on right now, Jerome J.P. Pierce. Welcome to the movement. How are you, my brother? Oh, man, Mr. Hughes, I am super excited for sharing this time with you. And before I begin... Let me just clear up something. I, yes, am from Chicago. I have moved to Texas, but I'm currently in Iowa. So I'm still experiencing okay. all that cold right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you wish you were in Texas right now, but I understand. Well, I hope you pack some of the warmth and put it in your suitcase. So I apologize. Thanks for the correction. But uh, I, I love well, you. Well, welcome to this nice 40-degree weather we're having right now. So thanks for putting that up for the audience. <laughs> All right, JP, uh, let's, uh, I want to pull it back a little bit. I kind of mentioned a little bit. So for those who don't know, and if you don't know, I, JP and I kind of met online. We were already actually Facebook friends, and he had put out a, a social media video back in 2016, like in the middle of the year, and it hit me. So you were in Florida. I don't know which part of Florida, JP. I don't even know if you remember it, but you were in Florida, and I just, it was about a four minute video and you had just kind of sparked something in me by what you were saying. And I'm going to let you get into some of the stuff you're doing, but I remember that resonating with me. And then later in 2016, I remember we had 
kind of chatted through Facebook, and then we connected at the end of 2016, and that started my journey, and it's taken me here now, and to get to interview you today is just, it's a thrill for me. I don't care what anybody else thinks. It's a thrill for me, especially when I see people who are trying to make a difference in not only their own lives, but other people's lives as well. So I just wanted to say thank you for playing a part in what, on my journey right now, because you need people like that along the way, even people that you don't even know. So I always tell people that uh, quite a bit. So. What I'd like for you to do, my fellow Chicagoan, I want you to give uh, the the moving nation a little background about yourself. Tell us what it was like being born in Chicago and kind of what you uh, what your childhood was like. Well, you know, I, I grew up uh, in Chicago on the South Side, and uh, I didn't come from a extremely poor family nor a extremely wealthy family. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a mom. My, my father passed when I was in elementary school, so pretty much majority of my life, I kind of grew up in uh, uh, with a single parent, and my mom did her best as much as she could in regards to raising us and providing, you know, for the household financially, and I was the youngest out of six, so pretty much all my brothers and sisters tell me I was the spoiled one out of the group and uh, uh, I really wanted to have something more out of life. Um, I wanted to have something more out of life and wanted to uh, do certain things. And I actually thought football was going to be that mm-hmm. vehicle that was going to take me into a lifestyle that I've always dreamed about. But after my first year of college or my last year in high school and first year of college and even playing semi-pro football, I realized that wasn't the course. So I was like everyone else. Uh, you know, we are taught to go to school, get a good education just to get a good job. But I knew I wanted more than just to have a job because I saw how my dad worked hard uh, uh, when I was younger. I saw how my mom was working hard. I saw how all my older brothers were uh, brothers, sisters, and were working hard. And I knew I wanted something more. So I did end up in corporate America. And that's how I ended up in Texas. Uh, I relocated to Texas to run a particular division down there. But once I got to Texas, I was informed by the company I was working for at the time that I was going to have a boss. And that boss was a person that I had trained a year before. Wow. And so, so quickly I right then and there said, okay, this is the reason why I wanted something more. So I actually mm-hmm. resigned from that company and went to work uh, uh, for another company, company temporarily. But at the same time, I really went to work looking for a better way, and that's how I found my mentor. So tell us what that was like when you first met the mentor. What was that like? Give us the background on that. What was the setting like, and how did that conversation how did that conversation go? <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a really funny story simply because <laughs> I was invited to go hear this guy speak. And this guy was a native of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, and he prouded himself on the fact that he never went to college and didn't graduate from college, but he was a multimillionaire. And, uh, uh, um, when he got up on stage, the guy was making up words. I mean, he was 
talking from the heart, I felt at the time. I believe that. But when he was making up words and the way he was talking, it was hard for me to realize that this or to to believe that this guy was a millionaire. But then when you see right. his cars and when you see him in a magazine and this and that, I was like, okay, this guy is the real mm-hmm. deal. So mm-hmm. for about three years, I was following uh, uh, I was going to several of his seminars around the state and things of that nature, uh, following some of his philosophy, some, notice I said some of his philosophy as it relates to business and how to do this, how to do that, how to achieve. Um, and then I actually got re- uh, uh, introduced to him in a one-on-one setting. And uh, it was funny because... When he pulled, when I, this one time I went to go hear him speak, he pulled up in this Porsche. Now, prior to that, he mm-hmm. wasn't really driving any real expensive vehicles. I mean, maybe like an mm-hmm. Infinity or something of that nature uh, at that time. And this was back in, in, in 1998, 99, okay. 2000, somewhere up in there. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 2000 or so. But when he pulled up in this Porsche, convertible 911, I'll never forget it. I said, okay. (laughs) That was my dream car. Mm -hmm. So I said before, I was listening to some of his philosophies as it relates to, you know, being successful in business. But then when I saw that, and I knew that was something I wanted, it just so happened um, on at that particular event, he talked about you know, a vacation that him and his, he had taken his family on and he had six kids, you know, and, and he even mentioned that he wanted to make sure his kids understand money. So he challenged mm-hmm. for the whole week, he challenged each kid to spend a thousand dollars a day. Now, you mentioned how things resonate with, with, with you. Well, that resonated with me because here is <laughs> I know it did. A, guy, <laughs> a, a guy who who is struggling to make $1,000 a week in business, you know, uh, maybe even 2000 for the month, but he's giving six kids $1,000 each and his niece so that $7,000 that he had given out that week and challenged them to spend it all in, 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 in a week, and they could mm. not do it. <laughs> wow. So that was powerful to me. I said, okay, you know what? From now on, I'm listening to everything that this guy says I'm listening to <laughs> and I'm started doing. So I started sitting from... I started sitting in the front of the training class opposed to the back of the training class. Right. And right. Exactly. And then I had an opportunity to help set up one of the meetings and I volunteered and helped. Uh, 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 just so happened a good friend of mine that was also from Chicago knew this person and he had met this person through someone else. So he made a phone call to this person and got me to connect with them in a one-on-one setting. And, he started at that point somewhat taking me up under his wings. We got together a couple of times over coffee, talked, and I told him my background, what I wanted out of life, and things of that nature. He said, well, you know, I can help you, but you're going to have to do this, this, and that. Well, I probably did this, but I probably didn't do that. So 
Right. I noticed <laughs> after that, there was a disconnection in communication, and I didn't know why. And I was still going to the trainings. I was still sitting in the front of the room, you know, and, and, and he would talk to me after the trainings and, and ask, did you do this, 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 and that? I said, well, I did this JC, and this, but I didn't JC, do I this, stop, this, I, I want to stop you for a second because we're going to go to the break, and I want you to finish that story because I want to hear the end of this story. We are with J.P. Pierce. He's going to finish that story. We'll be right back on the movement right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at SDHughesEnterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please visit the show's website, ShannonDHughes.com, where you will see pictures, my first two books, Your Motivational Manuals, Volume 1 and 2. My third book will be up there in December as well. You can also reach out if you have questions, comments on the show. You can listen to past episodes on the website as well. And you can also, if you look at some of the services that I offer on my, on my, uh, that I offer as well. So that's ShannonDHughes, that's the movement. Dot com eight six six four seven two six five seven nine five that is eight six six four seven two five seven nine five for my guest my friend my brother J P Pierce and I rudely interrupted him but we had to pay some bills before the break and J P you were just saying so you got so you you got with your mentor and you were talking about the trainings so pick up from there and let's and let's, let's pull it forward okay so again we like I said. There was a disconnection in communication, but he would talk to me after the trainings. And, you know, this one particular training, he was like, JP, did you do 
this, 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 and that. And I said, well, I did this and this, but I didn't do this, this, and that. And so uh, uh, he was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, let me go take this phone call, and then uh, I'll talk to you after a while. So we never did talk. I'm like, man, why is this this connection here? Okay. Mm-hmm. So speeding it up forward, probably about a month later, he came to me again and said, JP, did you do this, 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 and that? My answer was still the same. And he said, hey, mm-hmm. let, me t- let me tell you something. Walk with me. So we were going somewhere, and we was on the elevator, and he said, JP, listen to this. He said, when I can get you away from you is when you will become successful. Mm. I was stunned as if I had just gotten hit by Mike Tyson or somebody of that <laughs> nature. <So> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. So, and, and what, it, what, what dawned on me at that moment when he was asking me, did I do this, 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 and that, he was challenging me to do things to get me out of my comfort zone, to get me to think a totally different way, but yet I had not done those things. So at that time, I was giving him excuses. I didn't think mm-hmm. I was, but in the bottom line, I was really giving him excuses. So that moment was a pivotal moment in my life as it relates to being successful in business and entrepreneurship. From that moment on, my whole mindset changed drastically. And I not only went from just sitting in front of the room, I started calling this guy on a daily basis. Now, the first time I called, he didn't always take my call because I'm sure he was talking to other people doing this and doing that. But I called and called that day until I spoke with him. I made myself accountable to this individual. Now, here's the crazy part behind that. Mm -hmm. After doing that, Nine months later, I became self-employed, meaning my business Mm. was self-sustaining. I didn't need to be a part of somebody else's dream or working in somebody else's uh, job or company. On top of that, a year and a half later, I started earning a six-figure income. My life has never been the same since then. So that right there was, again, a pivotal point in my entire entrepreneur uh, journey, career, and not only that, in really understanding me. I'm sure you've heard the term, uh, to thy own self be true. Well, I knew Mm. that thinking my way was not going to get the results that I wanted. So if 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 I wanted something I've never had, I had to start doing something I've never done. Right, right. And that's that, but like you, but again, you, the roadblock was within yourself, that enemy within yourself. Like sometimes they say you can't get out of your own way. I, I went through it and I said, sounds like that's what you were probably going through as well, correct? That is correct because we, here, here, here's the deal. When we are growing up as a kid, we think limitlessly, okay? We think we can accomplish anything to do anything. We want to be anything. But then as we get older, that thinking started to get smaller. And then Mm -hmm. the environment that we grow up in 
starts limiting our thinking. Um, um, and not to talk bad about college institution or educational system, but I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know, be real about it. Because we are listening to other people's train of thought and reasonings, yes. we start adopting those reasonings and trains of thoughts. So, again, our thinking starts becoming more limited. Right. So to get out of that, to overcome that enemy within, like you said, we can be our own worst enemy. We had to, I had to start reading books from successful people that were thinking outside the box, that was uh, uh, expanding their, their thinking and challenging their thinking and, and, and the thinking of most people in the world. Wow. That is awesome. J.P. Pierce is my guest here on the movement today, 866-472-5795. Um, so we were talking about, you know, that, that enemy within and how you had to kind of overcome that. And, you know, that's not an overnight thing at all. Trust me on that because sometimes the enemy within me will kind of creep up on me and catch me napping sometimes if I'm going to be completely honest with you and the audience. So let's talk about on your journey to the success you're enjoying now, even though we haven't got to that part of your story yet, talk about maybe some other things that you had to deal with, some failures or some things that you had to deal with that you weren't used to dealing with, especially now that you're transitioning into becoming an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people, they may see a person when they're successful, they'll, they'll see the end results or they'll see yes. a person reaching a certain level, but they don't know about the journey that, that got them there or the process that got them there. Okay, now, mm-hmm. I did not graduate from college. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, however, I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So even in my elementary days, you know, learning from things from some, some things from my mom and, and some things that I had seen, uh, lifestyles of other people and the cars that they were driving, the houses, you know, their houses was bigger than the house I lived in. Their cars was better than the cars that, that, that I rode in as a kid. So that's when I knew I wanted. And, and P, I used to hear, you know, people saying that this guy uh, had this kind of business or this person had that kind of business. So I knew business was going to be a way uh, at that point. But again, I thought my mindset was, my mindset at that time was going to be football. But anyway, long story short, from elementary school, I remember doing two business-related projects, and those were some successful projects. So mm-hmm. I, one day I actually counted all of the business endeavors I was involved in. This was probably three years ago. Uh, um, I counted up all of the business endeavors that I was involved in. So I'm going to bring you up to date right now. Between now and the time I understood what business was, and again, this was back in elementary school, there I've been involved in 36 different business endeavors in my entire life. Mm. 36. Okay. Mm. Now, get a load of this. 31 of those business endeavors were complete failures. Mm. Now, Four of those, I'm sorry, five of those 
endeavors were extremely successful and extremely uh, profitable, two of which, no, one of which when I was in elementary school, and the other uh, 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 four, I'm still involved in two of them right now, and the other Hmm. two was in my beginning of my entrepreneur journey, if you will. All right. So I remember giving this, uh, uh, I was asked to speak at a group of individuals and and they were talking about, you know, the process of going from uh, uh, an employee to business owner. And one of the things that I said is that, listen, I gave these same numbers that I just gave now. I said, most people would have quit after the first or second business ventures and just stuck with the status quo. But again, from me reading and how other people failed and how they still became successful, okay, is what kept me going. But one thing I've realized, even though I did not graduate from college, but my failures to success, my failures is my higher education to success. Because there's something you can learn in every adversity in life, whether it's business, personal, friendship, whatever the case may be. If we focus in on the negatives, then that's what we're going to get. But if we focus in, okay, what can I learn from this negative uh, thing that happened in my life? What can I learn from this failure, failed business? What can I learn from this process? And those things helped me get to the point of where I am today. So I, I'm truly blessed and, and, and truly uh, honored to be able to share that with anyone. And that's one of the main things I always talk to beginning entrepreneurs about. There's going to be some disappointments, but is your drive or your reason stronger than those disappointments? Because if it is, you're going to do perfectly fine. But if it's not, you're going to have a very, very hard journey. I'm going to nickname JP Bus, Bus Driver because he's taking everybody to school with his knowledge he's given us today. This number is 866-472-5795. That is 866-472-5795. JP, we are about 45 seconds up from the break. So let's, let's, go, let's cut it in a little early. When we come back, JP, I want you to kind of expound a little bit more on on your last point and then just talk about, you know, what keeps you going and how to stay focused because it's easy to lose focus, especially when you experience a lot of failures. And, I, and I've made failure in art form, so I already know about that. So we'll talk a little bit more about the failures on the journey to success. And then let's talk about some business principles that you live by that makes you one of the most successful entrepreneurs out there. We will be right back with my guest, J.P. Pierce, on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. 
Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Here's the toll-free number for here at The Movement. I am your host, Channing Hughes, and we are here with my friend and my brother, J.P. Pierce, and he just schooled us a little bit talking about how we have to overcome the enemy within ourselves where we sometimes have those roadblocks that we sometimes put on ourselves, and, you know, they, we put it on ourselves, and you have to kind of work your way around them and then just talk about, he talked about some of his failures uh, on his journey to success, so... We'll, we'll kind of piggyback off of that, J.P., if you don't mind. We'll talk about that a little bit more. And let's talk about coming forward a little bit. So now you've been down in Texas for a little while now, been away from Chicago, and now you're kind of establishing yourself uh, with, with, you know, setting up your business and most uh, businesses. So talk about business principles. I think sometimes business principles are overlooked or people don't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes people don't value business principles as much as they should. They think it's just about making money and just going about your business. There's, there's got to be some principles in place in order for you to excel. At least that is, that's what it is for me. I would love to hear J.P. Pierce's opinion on that and then just tell us how it relates to you. Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Business principles are very important. And, and let me share one universal Uh, principle, which principles are basically like a law. Prime example, we understand the law of gravity, okay? And and, and to expound on that a little bit more, if we were to go to the tallest building on our block or in our city, uh, we understand gravity. If you step off that ledge, okay, the law of gravity is going to kick in and you're going to go straight to the ground real quick. No elevator needed, okay? So that's the law of gravity. The only way we can defy that law of gravity is by other uh, external things like uh, airplanes or elevators or, or, or uh, jet packs, whatever the case may be, all right? Well, in business, 
there are principles that 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 help people to succeed and when you understand these principles and start operating with these principles in mind or within these principles is when you'll start um, um, uh, uh, succeeding in whatever endeavor that that you want to go in one of the principles that helped me and does help me every time I need to make a business decision, there is a formula that I operate in. And and this is not something that I created myself. This is from a book that I read, and I can't remember the name of the book, so please forgive me. Um, But the formula to financial independence, okay, or financial success or wealth, whatever term that you want to use, the formula is the ability to get a large group of people to do a few simple things over a consistent period of time. So when I'm making a business decision, I look at that principle and I I measure the opportunity or the business concept with that principle. Now, what does that principle mean? Is there any truth in that principle? Well, let me give you a modern day example of how that principle is relevant, okay? If mm-hmm. we take a company like IBM, we know IBM is a very successful company today. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. Now, again, the formula, the ability to get a large group of people. Now, IBM, last time I checked, employed over 300,000 people worldwide. IBM just don't operate here in the United States, all right? They operate worldwide and have offices and locations worldwide. Now, Shannon, let me ask you a question. Do you consider 300,000 people a large group of people? Uh, I'd say so in my, my humble opinion, yes. Okay, so that's point number one, the ability to get a large group of people. Second point in that, uh, in that uh, 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 phrase is to do a few simple things. Now, at IBM, each employee have a set job description to perform on a day-in, weekly basis, day-in, day-out, or weekly basis. That's how they get paid. So if they perform these duties, and when they got interviewed, they said, these are going to be your duties, and we all know that they always throw extra duties in after you get hired. But for the sake of this example, everybody is given a a few things to do on a day-in, day-out basis or weekly basis. Now, there's Mm -hmm. not one individual that does everything with IBM, like doing mailing, doing shipping, doing receiving, doing accounting, doing marketing, doing payroll. There's not one person that does everything. So on the scale of running IBM, each person doing a few simple things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Now, a large group of people, doing a few simple things over a consistent period of time. Shannon, would you agree that there's probably some people out there that work for IBM for 25, 30, 40 years and that have retired? Yes. Would you agree that 25, 30, 40 years is a long period of time? I would say so, yes. (laughs) Okay. 
All right. So we've just confirmed and validated those through three points. A large group of people over a consistent, I'm sorry, a large group of people doing a few simple things over a consistent period of time. But here's the mm-hmm. billion dollar question. Who makes the most money at IBM? Is it the employees that work 20, 30, 40 years there? Or is it the VPs, the CEO, the board of directors, and the stockholders? Stockholders. Exactly. See, people have invested in that principle. People are running those principles. So, again, when making a business decision, I'm evaluating this business off of that principle. If we even take right. a, uh, if we could take any company for that matter, all right? Now, here's the second principle. And this is something I actually learned from a gentleman by the name of Robert Kiyosaki who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, in addition, mm-hmm. some of you... Uh, Some of you old schoolers out there might remember when Velcro wallets first came out, he was the one who created the Velcro wallets, and then next thing you know, they had the camouflage Velcro wallet. They had the Simpson Velcro wallet. They had the Power Rangers Uh, Velcro wallets. Oh, the fact that I remember this is scaring me, but go ahead. (laughs) So he created the Velcro wallet, but... One thing, something major happened in his life, and that is he was having those items built here in the United States or made here in the United States, but competition came in and started having those Mm -hmm. things made overseas a lot cheaper and selling them a lot cheaper. So next thing Mm -hmm. you know, the millions of dollars that he acquired from that business venture, he lost it all because of competition and, and not having things patented and things of that nature. Well, right. I, re- I remember reading in his book, he basically had to borrow some money from a friend, and he, he went and got a, a, a hotel room, him and his wife. <laughs> he said he even got a bucket of chicken, and he spent that night mapping out his game plan on how to become wealthy again because he didn't like where he was. So he, that was a failure that he did, but he learned from it. So here's the principle that I read in that book uh, that helped me to understand business a lot better. The wealthy people build networks while most people look for work. Mm. That spoke volumes to me. And, and, and mm. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying there's something wrong with working, okay, in corporate America or anything of that nature. It, I know me. I just wanted something more. So when I understood that, I, I started looking for things that I can build a network, okay? And, and, and when we take a modern-day example, we look at Facebook, Okay, Facebook, again, here's proof to this principle. Mark Zuckerberg took the Internet, which is a network, okay? He created Facebook where people could start networking with each other around the country, around the world. He even told, hey, send your friends this link. Let them get their Facebook page. Let them do this. Let them do that. So Mark Zuckerberg tapped into our own personal network, 
of friends, family members, co-workers, church members, sorority sisters, uh, fraternity brothers, organizational friends and colleagues. He took our network and created a network. But guess what? All of the users in this networks aren't billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he understood that principle too. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen and Shannon, that is a principle. Whenever I need to evaluate a business, look at a business, if I want to get involved, partake in or start, I'm, I'm utilizing these two business principles. And these two business principles have helped me out and helped me become successful in, 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 in the business that I have going now and the one that I'm currently working on with my mentor right now. So I'm super excited about that. But those two principles are principles that stick with me. And here's another one that I'll throw in there. Anytime when you get in business, yes, of course, you know, you have to provide for your family, but at the same time, you need to add value to the people that you're working with whether those people yes. are working for you or whether those people are, are just uh, 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 vendors or whether those people are whatever level of position that they have, you know, in regards to you operating as a business, you have to add value to every single person. When you add value to that person, that's when your uh, 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 leadership, or that's when your, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? That's when you become more valuable, I should say, because you're adding value to other people and you're not charging them for it. <laughs> right, right, right. That is absolutely correct. Um, we are talking to J.P. Pierce here on The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, JP, we're about 90 seconds away from the break, so we're going to cut it a little bit early, and we're going to come back to the final segment of the show. So I actually, when we come back, I'd love to talk about adding value to people just a little bit when we come back from the break. And then I also want you to talk about, you know, just kind of paying it forward, you know, where you're at now and, and, and all your business ventures and things of that nature and, and how everybody can reach out to you. Uh, so this is some valuable information for those who are wanting to find their way not only just as an entrepreneur, but just as a human being. I think this doesn't just speak to you as a, as a business or an entrepreneur, but just as a person in general. So what JP is dropping on us is some great knowledge. 866-472-5795. Email the show, Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We will be right back for the final segment of The Movement with my friend, my brother, my guest, JP Pierce. We'll be right back on The Movement right after this. Follow us on Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? 
Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Sometimes true prosperity is a hard thing to achieve. And Chris Slater lives it and wants very much to show you how to live it as well on the next episode of The Movement. Chris Salem would stop by and talk about his journey to a prosperous field life, his trials and tribulations, and his passion for volunteer work called Fathers in Action. He will also talk about his very successful radio show that can also be heard right here on Voice, Voice America called Sustainable Success and being an international best-selling author and speaker as well. That's next week on The Movement with my guest, Chris Salem. Again, every Wednesday live, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. And you can also listen to, listen to us on demand on Stitcher and on iTunes as well. My least favorite part of the show, next to the very end of the show, is the actual last segment of the show. Because these hours are getting quicker each week, JP. JP Pierce has been my guest today. And get JP, we're going to bring this home. I just kind of want to piggyback off that last thing that you said, adding value to people. Let me ask you, what has been the response to people that work for you around you when you're adding value to them? And how do, how do you find that their productivity is when you do that to them? Well, here's 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 the thing. In, in corporate America, and again, I'm not not talking bad about corporate America. It's a great institution for people to to get to the next level in life, you know. But in corporate America, there's a lot of uh, 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 derogatory type of attitudes from upper management as it relates to uh, their their employees and. And then the workers there, whether they have to meet quotas or meet this goal, meet that goal, and, and, and they challenge them in a, I like to say, in, in, in a not-so-good way, okay? It can be misconstrued, if you will, as demeaning or, or bad. So there's not a lot of upliftment, you know, in, in, in corporate America. Yeah, they're going to train you and teach you how to perform your job better, but ultimately it's increasing the company's bottom line and really not your bottom line for you and your household. So when, when I interact with individuals in my day-to-day uh, business, now, ladies and gentlemen, I want everyone to understand, I believe in traditional business and I also believe in non-traditional businesses. And I'll get to that mm-hmm. a little bit later on, but, in traditional business, when I add value to people, it's a couple of different ways. I am encouraging them, 
to to want to do better for themselves and want to do better for their families. Simultaneously, I'm not just encouraging them to do better from a a uh, motivational perspective. I'm also letting them and allowing them to participate in the financial reward behind it. Okay, because I know that when you when you give people that opportunity, they will help run the business as if it's their own business, as if they don't have their own personal stake in it. And that's how yes. you will help. That's how you will become successful and, and on your journey. Because I remember. I got this from the book, Grinding It Out. They talked about McDonald's. I remember when McDonald's first started and not well, let me rephrase that. I don't remember when right, it first started. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase. You, you, your listeners thinking they're talking to somebody 85 years old no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, let me rephrase that. I remember reading about when it first started. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and and I remember Ray Kroc had a vision of opening McDonald's all around the country, and and he accomplished that goal. It's not around the country only; it's around the world. But what he did was fascinating. Again, another business principle. He actually went and met with couples at churches and rotary clubs and things of that nature, and he presented them with an idea of owning a business, a franchise, okay? And, and he said, hey, you, of course you will have to invest in owning your own business, but you have an opportunity to make X amount of dollars or potentially do this and potentially do that. You know, and Ray Kroc is a great example of adding value to people. Not only did those people didn't work for him, they worked for themselves. They just happened to use the McDonald's logo branding and, and the supplies that McDonald's corporation was, was supplying to them. So that's, you give a person a piece of the pie. You know, John Paul Getty, the first recorded billionaire in the United States, he was in the oil industry. He said, yes. uh, 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 and this goes back to my other principles, the ability to get a large group of people to do a few simple things over a cons consistent period of time. It goes back to also the principle of building networks. Okay, John Paul Getty said, I would rather have 1% effort from 100 people than me putting in 100% effort. And what he meant by that, when he was drilling oils, the people that was working for him, he gave them a stake and a percentage of the oil that was drilled. So he didn't keep it all from himself. And simply because he opened the door to, 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 to that opportunity to so many people, him adding value to people, not just from a mentoring standpoint, but also from a financial reward standpoint. You know, people became extremely wealthy because they were a part of his network. So mentoring is one thing, but adding value to people is another thing, and mentoring is as, as important as well. I love it. I love it. JP, I want you to talk about your business, what you're doing. I want you to also, kind of give out, get out your social media handles on how everybody can get a hold of you. And then 
you know I have to do this to you because you've been dropping knowledge this entire show. I need you to give us some purpose, passion, prosperity, maybe kind of a inspirational little uh, something that we can leave our listeners with on the way out. So I'm going to give you a few minutes here to, to run all that down for the Movement Nation. Awesome. Well, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can get a hold of me at uh, facebook.com forward slash Pierce JP, um, P-E-A-R-C-E-J-P. You can find me on Facebook there and on Twitter. Uh, my handle on Twitter is MCJP Pierce, P-E-A-R-C-E. Again, that's MCJP Pierce, P-E-A-R-C-E. And on Instagram, MC.JPierce. MC dot J Pierce um, and on LinkedIn JP Pierce on LinkedIn JP Pierce and I I'm just getting into Snapchat I don't have that handle yet so uh, uh, but if you want to send me an email directly feel free to do so at MC dot J Pierce at gmail dot com MC dot J P E A R C E at gmail.com. And uh, uh, right now, you know, I, I'm super excited. I reconnected with my mentor. My, I had two mentors in the business. I remember I told you I, I called up a friend of mine and he told me he knew the original mentor. Well, this other guy uh, was a mentor of mine in, in a way. And him and I just reconnected and he was talking about some things that him and his mentor are working on. And uh, it's in the technology space. And, folks, I'm not big on technology. My knowledge is very limited. But, again, I understand uh, uh, the, the philosophy on building business. I understand uh, networks. And I understand that a lot of people is adopting this philosophy right now. Cryptocurrency is a huge, 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 huge industry, making ways, disrupting a lot of ways that the traditional business do business. But there's one feature in the cryptocurrency space called blockchaining, and this system and this network, if you will, is allowing people to do business on the up and up, so to speak, meaning that if, if blockchain was used with voting, there could be no scandals. If blockchain was used as it relates to merchandise, uh, you, can, you can rest assured that you're not buying knockoffs, you're buying authentic things. Uh, if, if blockchain was used in and, and produce and, and distribution, you can make sure you're getting good quality uh, type of food and things of that nature. So uh, we're actually entering into not the blockchain itself, but teaching people and educating people on the whole cryptocurrency and blockchain era. Along with that comes some other personal development. Uh, and this platform is absolutely incredible. Even if uh, you wanted to trade, you will be educated how to trade in the cryptocurrency space. Um, um, my, my, my mentor and his mentor hooked up with a guy who uh, uh, is a billionaire because he, over the last several years, he's been trading. Cryptocurrency. JC, He's I love this information. We got to go. We're running up against the end. So, my brother, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. I will send out every, all the information for, about this show. JP, it's been an honor to have you on my show. I really, really appreciate it. See you all next week on The Movement.
Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.